Wake up, everybody! It's game day! The Orlando Magic tip off their season against the San Antonio Spurs. We have a complete preview of what to expect from two teams getting ready to restart. It's Locked On Magic, a podcast-exclusive episode today with their special guest, Jeff Garcia. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is October 20th, 2021. My name is Phil Rossenreich. I'm the side expert and editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, we'll be chatting with Jeff Garcia of Locked on Spurs to learn a little bit more about where the Spurs are at and compare where the Magic and Spurs are kind of at as they begin to rebuild and reshape their rosters heading into this 2022 season. The Magic will tip off tonight at 8.30 against the San Antonio Spurs. We'll have complete coverage for you here on Locked on Magic as well as on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. This episode is a podcast-exclusive episode. No video, so we're only going to put this out on the podcast feed. But be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well as we'll be doing a live pregame show at 7.30 p.m. We'll go for about a half hour, 7.30 p.m. for our live pregame show. We're very, very excited about that. So join us on YouTube. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Magic. Thank you, everyone, for making Locked On Magic your first listen of the day, especially on this glorious game day for the Orlando Magic as the Orlando Magic tip off their 2021-2022 season. We are free and available on all platforms, plus, as I said, also available on YouTube. Subscribe there today. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. And now, my conversation with Jeff Garcia of Locked On Spurs. It is game day. Yes, can you actually believe it? It is here. The Spurs and the Magic open up the regular season at the AT&T Center. So happy Spurs Magic opening day. This is Locked On Spurs, a crossover edition with Locked On Magic. We're going to be previewing tonight's game, uh, kind of looking back at how the uh, teams were formed over the offseason and obviously look ahead at uh, what could happen tonight in the Alamo City. I mentioned Locked On Magic. He is here, the man, the myth, the legend, one of the OGs, one of my OGs that started here at Locked On uh, NBA Network, Philip Rossman Reich of Locked On Magic. Phil, can you believe it? The NBA season is here. I, I cannot believe it. I'm, you know, I am so excited to, to have some real live basketball, even, even Tuesday night's games. It's, it's just going to be good to have NBA basketball back in our lives. We'll see if we're still saying that in January though. You know, we know we, we, I mentioned right now the locked on NBA network, I, you know, apparently the network thinks we're tankers. Apparently your, your magic and my spurs were the tankers of the league. Um, I mean, I'm not going to debate that with the magic. <laughs> uh, we're, 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 I mean, I'm hopeful. I'm optimistic. I, I think they'll hit their over, but 23 wins shouldn't be hard to hit. So, well, well, if it's any consolation, the the Spurs Vegas has the Spurs projected to win about 28 and a half. So, not that far away from you on the win loss column. But yeah, look, things get going tonight in San Antonio. 
uh, you know, the Spurs obviously are going to look to start their rebuild. It is in full swing, uh, uh, Phil. But before we get to my Spurs, let's talk about your magic. How was their offseason? You know, how was the roster form? Uh, what should Spurs fans expect to see on the court from your Orlando team? Yeah, I mean, it was obviously a, a pretty busy offseason. And really, it started at last year's trade deadline. Uh, the Orlando Magic traded away Nikola Vucevic, Aaron Gordon, and Evan Fournier all in one big swoop on the trade at trade deadline day and really reformed their roster kind of starting from scratch. So they, you know, added in players like Wendell Carter, RJ Hampton, Gary Harris. Um, they, they added, they, they added in players to, to kind of really emphasize their youth and, and to really kind of start from, start from scratch. Um, they got, but uh, a lot of us think is a stroke of luck getting Jalen Suggs in the NBA draft, with the fifth overall selection. Um, they added a new coach in former Dallas Mavericks assistant, Jamal Mosley. Um, and so this is just a really, 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 really young team. Um, and so we're mm-hmm. expecting them to play with a ton of energy. We're expecting them to really get after defensively. That's been a big thing that Jamal Mosley has been focused on and, and talking about. Uh, and, and we're really expecting this team to just kind of go through some growing pains this year. That's why I'm mm-hmm. not surprised they're in the tanking group right now. Um, where we're hopeful that they have a ton of talent that they'll be able to kind of get after teams and surprise some teams over the course of the season. That this is going to be a young group that's going to be learning a lot on the fly, and so it's it's going to be a bit of a struggle. But hopefully, there's some some positive signs speaking out. I feel like you just did uh, the uh, Spurs uh, outlook as far as the offseason is, because that's exactly what the Spurs did as well. Uh, they, you know, felt they, they finally did it. And something that I, in my opinion, I think they should have done when Kawhi Leonard left San Antonio was just start the rebuild. They tried to keep things going with LMA and DeMar DeRozan, keeping around of more than a few veterans, but it obviously wasn't working. And the Spurs just hit a hard reset, hit the rebuild button over the offseason, traded away DeMar DeRozan, uh, saw Patty Mills, Rudy Gay walk in free agency, which was, I, mean, I really thought Patty Mills was going to stay just for that culture. Uh, but no, I mean, when when Patty Mills left, Phil, uh, San Antonio, that should signal to the world that the Spurs were ready to turn the page. And boy, yeah. did they do that. Uh, you know, drafting Josh Primo, you know, a surprise pick early in the draft. Uh, you know, but the outlook on him looks very promising, at least through summer league and preseason play. We'll see how he does out the G League. And they're pretty much turning over the reins to these young guys. Just like you said about your Orlando Magic uh, on the job training, Spurs exactly the same thing on the job training. Uh, Devin Vassell, Keldon Johnson, Lonnie Walker, Jakob Pertle. The list goes on and on. A lot of names that are still not familiar that white well it's not widely known outside of san antonio maybe kelton johnson but yeah it, it's their time to shine and 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 phil you know i know you you laughed you know about the whole tanking thing the word tanking doesn't really exist in san antonio because the spurs have not been in this situation in decades but if it was up to me i would sure love to them to tank phil because you don't see the likes of uh free agents of the names of anthony davis and lebron and you know, et cetera, et cetera, knocking on San Antonio's door in free agency. They usually built through the draft. That's how they got there. Tim Duncan, you know, moving up with Kawhi, et cetera, et cetera. But Vegas, like I mentioned, has them being one of the worst teams in the league. And I, I, in my opinion, I think it's going to be a very, very long season for uh, the silver and black. But, you know, historically, between these two teams, it's, it's, it's you know, whether it's preseason or regular season, they've been pretty competitive and fun games. But but tonight, though, it just feels like this is just going to be the first step in a long uh, rebuild for both teams. But, Phil, I got to ask you, it, do you feel your magic 
are, are going to take a while before they get back uh, to some sort of semblance of a good team, or this is going to be a very long work in progress. I mean, I think it, it's going to depend on a lot of things. Um, you know, obviously, Jalen Suggs' development is kind of first and foremost. I mean, he's the guy that I think the team has star hopes for. And, and if he can be kind of a star player, that's going to determine how long this thing takes. Um, the Magic obviously have Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz coming off of major knee injuries. They won't be playing in, in tonight's game. Uh, so we don't, honestly, we don't know what to expect from them either. We don't know what to expect uh, from them or how they will contribute to the team uh, this this season or moving forward. So it's 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 really hard for me to say how long this is going to take. It's going to depend a lot on on the development of some of the guys already on the roster. And frankly, it's probably going to depend a little bit on who they draft in the upcoming draft. I mean, I hate to to put it to pin it on some mystery player behind door number three here, but the magic are the magic's rebuild is fo- is going to be focused again on what they do with the their upcoming draft picks. So you know, I, I I think it can be quick. They have some veteran players. They have some young guys. That that have some experience and they, that they can move up, move forward with quickly. They have some really talented players, um, but it, it, it's going to depend on so many factors. So it, it could be they're back in playoff contention mm-hmm. next year. It could be two years from now. It could be another three years before they're they're seriously competing again. Yeah, and I think the same thing too in San Antonio. It's going to be a wait and see process. You know, we don't look. Uh, I mean, Phil, this is the first time in a long time the Spurs do not even have an All Star player. There's not an all-star on this roster whatsoever. And this is just a bunch of guys that are going to try out and, and basically see if they can bud into an NBA all-star or at least some sort of piece of a player they can build around. Now the Spurs are looking at their young core, which is Lonnie and DeJounte and Derek White and Kelton Johnson, but Everything's on the table, Phil. I mean, I really think that if if the Spurs can make a deal to bring in an all-star, a, a top uh, NBA talented player, that, that that should be something they should look at because, you know, unlike your magic, the Spurs are playing in a very tough Western Conference. Phil, just think about this. Just in the Spurs' backyard, you got John Morant, Zion Williamson, Luka Doncic. Oh, by the way, Houston got the number two overall pick, so he's up there. Uh, and the Spurs are just kind of like, ah, you know, they've got a bunch of good players. Hopefully they'll turn into an all-star. Hopefully they'll break out this season. But you can see just in the Southwest Division alone, uh, the Spurs are uh, you know, behind the eight ball. But circling back to your magic, um, is there a player that you're really excited to see tonight uh, get on that court? And maybe you should let Spurs fans know, you know, yeah, guys, you know, check out this guy. He's going to really razzle-dazzle everybody out in the AT&T Center. Yeah, I mean, I, I would obviously say I'm excited to see Jalen Suggs get make his debut. It's, yeah. it's not clear yet whether he's going to start or not. Um, he's coming off. He's missed the last couple of days of practice with a little stomach, with a little stomach bug. So we're, we're not sure what kind of shape he's in. Um, we were not sure if Chumo Kiki is going to be starting. I know Zach Lowe pointed him out, but um, if, if I'm a Spurs fan, the guy that that I'm most interested in seeing and, and most intrigued by is, is Mo Bamba. Um, I know that's a guy that that we had talked about at the trade deadline mm-hmm. a little bit uh, back in back in February. Um, Mo needed a needed a new look. He needed a new outlook. He needed a new coach to kind of give him a, a fresh start. He needed a fully healthy offseason and. He was really impressive during the preseason. And we know it's just preseason, so we don't want to go too crazy or too wild with it. Um, but Mo really looked comfortable, looked aggressive and assertive defensively. He's a he's a great shot blocker. It really felt like Bomba, like Mo Bamba had finally kind of come into his own and finally kind of come, uh, finally found his place in in the league after dealing with so many injuries and so many issues early on in his in his career. 
Uh, I, I really think Mo Bamba is someone to keep an eye on if, if I'm opposing teams, especially early in the season, because yeah, again, there's so much uncertainty about this Magic team. Even though Mo is now entering his fourth season in the league, there's a ton of uncertainty about what to expect from Mo Bamba, and he's a guy that can really raise the ceiling for this team if, he, if, he's, a, if he's really a player. Yeah, and if you're uh, Magic fans, uh, I think it's going to be Calden Johnson. It could be part of Team USA. You know, the, the kid has a motor. He can play inside. Uh, you know, he can attack the rim. He can slash the rim. But the thing you want to keep an eye on is, is he going to take the next step? Uh, you know, we forget he's just entering his third season. <laughs> he's just third season. And he's already done uh, so many things in his young NBA career. The thing for me, I got to see if he's going to be knocking down the outside shot. That has been his weakness. Uh, he can hit them, Phil, but not with regularity, not with consistency. Uh, he mentioned it to me in Las Vegas during the summer league that, yeah, he he needs to knock down those shots. So I definitely got to see if that's going to knock down. And I think Spurs fans are looking at that as well. But, you know, for you, for your guys, you know, defensively, you might want to sag off on him. I mean, you really dare him to beat you from the outside than attacking the rim. Let's take a quick break so we can say a quick word from our friends at Sweatblock. Look, I know there's a cold front coming in here in Central Florida. We're finally getting some fall weather. The temperatures are no longer in the 90s, but guess what? That humidity is still there. It is still Florida, and sweat is still a problem. You know, we've been talking about Sweatblock now for a few weeks. These are wipes that stop sweat for seven days, and it seems to be people have been listening. We have friends of Locked On who've tried Sweatblock and love it, like the high school teacher who said he'd be pitted out by fourth period and hear sneakers and whispers from a student. So he started bringing a second shirt to change in, into between classes. Then he heard about sweat block on our program. He tried it and now is hooked. No more Snickers, no more second shirt, none of that other stuff. Or the soccer player, another success story about an average soccer player who told us, uh, who had heard us talking about sweat block and thought it was too good to be true. But he was always the wettest guy after practice and games, like soaking wet. And in Florida, I could certainly believe that's happening on the pitch. So he thought he'd give Sweatblock a shot. He tried it, and the next practice, his pits were dry while everything else was wet. Guess he should try that on his other parts, too. He says he didn't have to reply for nine days. Now he is a true believer. These are some, ex- these are some very strong success stories, and if you're, in, if you're living in Central Florida, sweat is always an issue. So stop excessive sweat for up to seven days for use. It's doctor-created, doctor-recommended, dry shirt guarantee. Sweatblock sweat doesn't keep you dry. You get your money back. Not just for armpits, chest, back, feet, hands. Use it anywhere, and I mean <clears throat> anywhere, that sweats. If you or someone you care about is dealing with excessive sweat, you have to check out Sweatblock today. Get it t- today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code Locked On or at Amazon and CVS. Again, that's 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code Locked On. Once again, we want to thank you all for making Locked On Magic your first listen of the day or just part of your regular podcast rotation, no matter if you're listening at lunch or at the beginning of your day. We are free and available on all platforms as well as streaming on YouTube. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts today. Uh, Phil, you know, I want to get your thoughts. Um, There's been rumblings that this could be it for Greg Popovich, his final hurrah. I know nothing's set in stone. It's just rumors right now. 
But if it is, and I want to get an outsider's perspective, how would the you knew you as a, as a magic guy look at Popovich and look at what he did in his career if this is it for him? I mean, first as a magic guy, the first thing I would say is he he stole Tim Duncan from us, um, which which we're, we're still not <laughs> so, very we're still not so very happy. I was leading with that, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I I think I think everyone around the league has the utmost respect for Greg Popovich and everything he does. Um, you know, I. I still feel like we're always kind of learning Greg Popovich's mastery. I mean, you know, I go back to to watching Team USA this summer, and you could see them just struggling and and, and trying to figure things out. And 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 Pop took a lot of criticism for for those early struggles for Team USA, the losses that they took in the in their training camp, the losses that they took, uh, the loss that they took to France early on in the tournament. You know, some of the ways that they struggled through that tournament, but the team USA still came out and won the gold. Um, and despite all the flaws in the team USA program, and I think the team USA program needs a complete overhaul and how they're doing and how they're doing things and how they're operating. And I sure hope Grant Hill um, is able to kind of implement some changes to, to the way that the team USA operates. Greg Popovich had that team ready to go, had that team motivated to play and they took care of their business. They took care of their business. They won the gold medal. And I, and I exited the Olympics this summer with just this reminder, like, man, Nobody sees the big picture better than Greg Popovich. He's willing to sacrifice, you know, maybe a win or two in the short term to, to teach a lesson or to make sure that the team is in the right mindset or, or has the right focus um, for what really matters in the end. And that's, that's winning a championship. That's making the playoffs. That's winning a gold medal, medal whatever, whatever the team's goal is. Um, he has always been a master at looking at the big picture and having the team focused on the big picture over everything else. And, and you know, when they say, process over results that's what they're talking about in my opinion they're right. really they're really putting the end goal in mind and so you know yes you may lose this game on a random tuesday mm-hmm. but the thing you're working on is going to win game 5 in the in the in the first round of the playoffs or win you win you game game 2 in the in the second round or, or whatever whatever right. the, whatever example you want to give right uh, and i think that mass that you know that i don't think we'll see a coach that's quite as tactical like that ever again. I mean, you know, cer- certainly we see these kind of long-term like load management plans, but this mm-hmm. is tact. This is tactical. What what Popovich was doing throughout the course of the season, like understanding his players better than anyone else and knowing how to get the most out of them. Uh, you know, Greg Popovich is going to go down as one of the best co- co- coaches in NBA history. And and you know, just like when players retire, it's going to be really really sad that he's not going to be part of this league at some point soon. Yeah, I think that's what I want to do uh, this upcoming uh, season is when we do these crossovers, whether you or whoever else is, um, you know, be joining here in Lockdown Spurs from the Lockdown NBA Network is get their thoughts because I look at Popovich and he's impacted so many, so many um, teams, you know, not just San Antonio. You have, um, you know, the Hornets with James Borrego. You have, um, you know, the list of Utah, you know, Quinn Snyder. I mean, the list, like I said, just so much uh, ripple effects positively that he's done. Uh, throughout the league, and uh, I mean, shoot, Ime Udoka no. with the Celtics. Ime Udoka, have, yep, yeah, yep. you have the whole. The, there's a whole tree. Uh, Willie, yep, I mean, yep. honest, uh, I, I don't know. It was really, I don't think Willie Green was with them, but yeah. But has has he ever uh, reached been with the Magic some sort of link with the Magic? I think there. Uh, is, uh, right? I mean, the Magic hired Jacques Vaughn, which we Jacques don't like Vaughn, to talk. Right. We don't like to talk about here. <laughs> um, but um, you know, I, I, you know, honestly, like, I mean, and this is a credit to to Popovich, it's a credit to RC Buford. You know the Spurs are the model for every every small market franchise. Like everyone's like, we need to be the Spurs of the East. We need to be like the Spurs. We need to build a culture like the Spurs. And again, co- you know, culture is a buzzword. 
it starts at the top. It starts with your leaders. It starts with the guys who set the tone. And, and Greg Popovich sets that tone and it has always set that tone for what's important. And there's been complete buy-in throughout the entire roster. And, you know, you give this first credit and maybe this is something that's gotten them in trouble in, in the current era. But if you're not bought in, if you're not part of the system, they, they, they have no qualms about getting rid of you. They want people who fit their beliefs, that fit their culture more than talent. And, and that, you know, again, that's worked out really, really well for them in the long run. And it's worked out really, really well for the Spurs. Because even, even at this down period, people are afraid to doubt the Spurs. I mean, I, I know what the Vegas over-under says. People still want to put the Spurs in the play-in tournament. They don't want to count out the Spurs. And that's right. all because of Greg Popovich and, and the culture and system that they've built there. Yeah, it's uh, interesting to find out if this is it for Popovich. He likely won't say anything at all. No. You know, he'll probably just uh, like submit a, a fax, you know, in him or just stop by and said, okay, I'm, he just, I'm out. He just won't show up one day. He just won't show up, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, hopefully it's not, you know, but, uh, you know, if it is, uh, I'm definitely going to be collecting, you know, locked on NBA host, uh, their thoughts on Popovich. Let's take another quick break to tell you a little bit about Built Bar. Did you know Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's literally something for everyone. Whether you want a savory flavor like cookies and cream or German chocolate or a fruity flavor like cherry barcia or raspberry, there is literally a flavor for you. Plus special flavors. I actually got a sample box of some of the Halloween flavors. Yes, there's a pumpkin Built Bar. Get over it, people. Uh, there's, I'm sure it tastes delicious though. Delicious though. Um, there, 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 are, there is a built Bar flavor for literally everyone. doesn't matter what your favorite flavor is. You will enjoy these bars because they taste exactly like what they say on the, on the box, which is never a guarantee with a protein bar. And these are true snack bars, true supplement bars, not meal replacements. Many of those other bars that you see at the grocery store, see at the convenience store, those are like 300 calories or it's like eating another meal. You don't want that. You just want a quick snack to give you the energy boost you need to get you through the rest of your day. Check out the macros on many of the built bars, 70 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Built bars, the official protein bar of the U S track and field team. So all the gold medals won back in Tokyo are powered by built bar. Go to built.com and use promo code lock 15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code lock 15 for 15% off at built.com. Today's podcast also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. Again, that's Locked On for 50% welcome bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fast and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, let's uh, dig in a little deeper to tonight's game. Uh, as of this recording, the Spurs are favored uh, by five and a half points uh, over your magic. Uh, it should be an interesting game, uh, you know, for both teams, both fan bases, because this is the beginning of the rebuild. Uh, last season, though, uh, 
Phil, the Magic averaged about 104 points per game, uh, 41.6 points in the paint. Obviously, that's you know due a large part to Vucevic, uh, but 10.3 points on fast breaks. Um, anything changing? Can you expect anything uh, differently uh, offensively from the Magic? Uh, yes, yes. I think they'll be a lot different offensively. Um, you know, I think. Uh, you know, Jamal Mosley's kind of come in and he's brought in this this attitude of being aggressive and, and, and playing at a faster pace. And, and I know every coach always says they want to play at a faster pace. Um, but I, I really think this time the Magic mean it. Um, we'll, we'll find out. Um, I, I think there's going to be a lot more emphasis on spreading the floor. I think the team's going to take a few more three-pointers. Um, I think they're going to be focused more on kind of dribble drive actions rather than, than typical screen and roll actions. Uh, and, you know, again, Nikola Vucevic, all-star player, fantastic player. But he's very earthbound. He's very, you know, groundbound. He's he's not particularly fleet of foot. Um, the Magic are going to have a lot more dynamic guys playing this year. So I think their offense is going to be a little bit more dynamic. Um, I think they're going to try and use their defense to, to to feed their offense a little bit more, which is not something they did under Steve Clifford. So um, I, I think this team is completely different from the one that we saw last year. Yeah, uh, for the Spurs as well. I think um, they're going to try to make defense more of their calling card this year because Phil so much offense left the door. Yeah. I mean, DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus yeah. Aldridge, Patty Mills really good. And they got the athletes now. And they got the athletes. Thank you. Yeah. And you're going to expect a faster paced Spurs team. Can you believe that? A faster paced Spurs team under Popovich's watch when he's usually, you know, break it down, slow it down, you know. Uh, he's letting these uh, young guys run and he kind of has to, Phil. He has no choice. That's just yeah. the makeup of the roster. So expect a very uh, high octane uh, product on the court from the silver and black Popovich even said it too, you know, in media day saying you're all going to like what you see on that court, exciting basketball. But you, you look at everything overall for San Antonio is just so much of a changing of the guard, you know, you know gone other days of four down Tim Duncan, you know, give the ball to Kawhi, let him work. Manu, Tony, list goes on and on. Yeah, this is kind of isolate. more like pop style. Like he wants the yeah. ball movement. He wants that kind of more, you know, quote yeah. unquote international style. The, the, I mean, the way the NBA mm-hmm. plays now, it's so much not about ice, isolation plays. It's about, sure. it's about, you know, cutting, screening, pick and rolls, like kind of keeping the defense off balance and, and, and moving. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, again, and I think, I think both these teams, it feels like they want to accomplish the same things. Like they want their defense to create their offense. They, mm-hmm. they want to be about, they want to be about their defense first as the backbone for their team and everything kind of sprouts off of that. And, you know, both, I think both these teams have a lot of really interesting, promising young, talented players, you know, players who can, can become stars. You know, I think, mm-hmm. you know, DeJounte Murray, we haven't talked a lot about him. He's, uh, he's a really impressive player, and I'm going to be really intrigued to see what he does now that the team is sort of in his hands a lot more mm-hmm. uh, than it was in previous years. And, and and I think, honestly, a fast break style probably fits him a lot better than what the Spurs are running. You know, kind of the same mm-hmm. deal with the Magic. They have a lot of guys who are just going to get out and run. And, you know, it's a lot of the season, I think, for both these teams, feels like it's going to be about sorting out who's our guy, who are the guys that we're really trying to build around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, there there's some th- uh, thought – in San Antonio that DeJounte Murray is already DeJounte Murray. Like that's what you're going to see now for the rest of his career, which is fine. Give me guy. Averages about, yeah. 16 points per game, five rebounds, five assists. I'm, I'm fine with that, but many think like he's already reached his peak. Uh, but we'll definitely see. He's what, you know, 20, he's, he's what, 23, 24? Yeah, he's still they're, yeah, they're come a bunch on, of kids. This is the come bunch, on, guys. This is a bunch of kids. This is the youngest. I know, I know, I know, I know it feels like a lot of these players have been in the league forever. But because they all enter at 18, 19 years old, they're still in their mid-20s. They haven't hit their yeah. prime yet. Like, Wendell Carter's just signed an extension. He's, what, 22? Like, mm-hmm. Don, Jonathan Isaac's 23. 
you know, like I, 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 none of these guys have reached their peaks. They're, they're still going to continue to get better. Mm-hmm. Last year, I they stay healthy. <laughs> um, last year, the Magic went 13 and 29 in the Eastern Conference action and 10 and 26 on the road. So they weren't really, really the road warriors. Uh, for the Spurs, they finished 33 and 39 overall and 14 and 22 at home. Again, Spurs, you know, not really defending uh, home court. I mean, it was so bad last year, Phil, that the Spurs, I think they had like a seven, a seven, seven, nine. They had a very long homestand last year. Let's put it that way. And they only won two of those games. It was about a, it was a seven gamer or a nine gamer or something like remember, that. But remember, crazy. like, I mean, and, and when you look at those stats and it's at both home and road, remember yeah. last year, home teams struggled a lot more than usual because of the crowd, because of the lack of crowds, because the home mm-hmm. court advantage was gone. So, yeah. you know, hopefully with things opening up, we'll, we'll see home games be, be more meaningful. We saw that in the playoffs more than any, anywhere else last year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Looking again at tonight's game, you know, the Spurs will be without uh, Zach Collins. Obviously, you know, he's still nursing that uh, surgery slash injury ankle, uh, which was a surprising move. I I really think I didn't think the Spurs are going to bet on Zach Collins, but here they are. (laughs) Phil, they signed him over the offseason, but I guess high risk. Uh, low risk, low, low risk, low risk there, that. low risk yeah. there, low risk there. Yeah. I mean, like it was, yeah. it was probably like a one year deal or like uh, a second year yeah. that's non guaranteed. Like, exactly. I, I, I mean, again, you're, I mean, this is why the Magic signed like Robin Lopez or signed some of these guys to one year mm-hmm. contracts. Like, you got, you got nothing to lose. You know, if it doesn't work out, you were going to be bad anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, there you have it. Spurs Magic uh, get things going tonight for their respective seasons. Uh, it will be the first of two meetings between Orlando and San Antonio. Hopefully the Spurs can defend home court at this point, Phil, I think for you and me is just the season is just kind of just to see what you got, see what the team has, you know, is, is it safe to say your magic players are, you know, untouchable or, you know, are you okay with, you know, dishing some of these key guys for uh, maybe better pieces? Um, you know, I, I think right now, like, no one's untouchable on the magic outside of Jalen Suggs. I think, I think right now though, the goal is let these kids play, figure out what you have and then figure out what you need to get. Um, you know, I don't think the magic are looking to rush their rebuild. I don't think they, I think they understand they're probably a year away from the playoffs and really needing to contend. Um, but right now it's about, you know, like I, the way I've described the season, the goal of the season for the magic is to have an understanding of the kind of team you want to be. I want to see the outlines of that playoff team. Like what, what is this team going to look like when they're contending, when they're ready to win again? Um, and so this year is about trial and error. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall short on some things. Some things are going to work. Some things aren't. It's figuring out what works and then beginning to build that. And so if a player doesn't fit that, you, you move them on. Like, you know, Terrence yeah. Ross, you know, they'll probably trade uh, at least one of their veterans and Terrence Ross or Gary Harris at the trade deadline. Um, but if a player doesn't fit what you're ultimately envisioning for this team, then you move them on. I, I mean, I think I think it's really kind of that cut and dry. Sounds very similar in San Antonio. Uh, very similar. I, I think, you know, there's so many links, rumors, reports that the Spurs are linked to Ben Simmons, although that looks like to be a wash now. He reported to Philadelphia. Who knows? Maybe they still deal with him. Deal him, excuse me. But when Popovich fail says this team, his own team doesn't have any all-stars, no megastars, you know, that says a lot. Hope Maybe it's just a motivational thing for his young players. You know, hopefully it is. But, yeah, that just gives you the state of uh, San Antonio Spurs as they begin the season later on tonight.
I want to thank Jeff Garcia for having me on his podcast to preview this Magic Spurs game. I hope that gives you a little bit of perspective on what the Spurs are going through and get you set for tonight's game. You can, of course, follow his podcast, Locked On Spurs, for the Spurs perspective of tonight's game. You'll have this conversation, of course, on today's episode. Tomorrow, I'm sure he will have a great recap of the Magic's victory over the San Antonio Spurs. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore MD. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himmler, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. Again, you can find me on Twitter at R underscore MD. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. We'll have thoughts throughout the course of the game. Uh, I, I may be out and about uh, as well in, down, at, in downtown Orlando for the first half of the game at least. Um, I know there is a watch party going on at Harry Buffalo with our friends from the Sixth Man po- Podcast. I may make an appearance there. I will also be doing a live YouTube show, a live YouTube pregame show uh, on the YouTube channel. Just subscribe at Locked On Magic. We will go live at about 7.30. We'll go till about 8 o'clock, maybe a little bit into the 8 o'clock hour. Um, depending on what questions you have. There will not be a Spotify green room to go with it. It'll be just by chat. Um, so bring your questions, bring your comments, bring your thoughts about the Orlando Magic, and we will get ready for the big game uh, on Wednesday. That will be a that will be a YouTube exclusive. This has been a podcast-exclusive episode. So definitely subscribe to both podcast feed and the YouTube feed, no matter how you get your podcast. Now that you're done listening to Locked on Magic, be sure to check out Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free and available on all platforms as well. Thank you again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. We'll see you when the Magic are 1-0 on our next episode of Locked On Magic. Until then, for Orlando Magic Daily Locked On Magic, this is Philip Osman-Reich. We'll see you all for another episode of Locked On Magic.